Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. We are on the way to Avatar 2. Look out! We could drown in this one. Aye. Can they drown? It doesn't matter. We'll talk about it when it comes James, out. James, it does matter. <laughs> you built that universe. You don't want to. You don't want to factor in whether they're going to drown or not. I think some should drown and some shouldn't, and they don't explain why. Oh, I think they should. I think some should drown and some shouldn't drown, and there should be a really long, involved situation where some of them are at the doctors and they're like, mm, "You've got the gene for you. You drown. You're a Navi. You can drown." <laughs> Very sad. Don't go near the water. I know it's. All, I know you're all about the way of water, but don't. You shouldn't do it. So if everyone could please leave a like, because on the way there, we're going to look at three movies which inform that movie coming out. And the second on our list is 1997's Titanic. And the thing for me, Mason, about this movie is, considering like the scale and the story and the effects and the attention to detail to replicate everything and the cost of it and the way that it was a nightmare to make and come together. The wetness. The wetness and the era it was made in. A very dry era. A very dry era, so, yeah. So, you know, making it wet was all the more difficult. I think this movie is great, but I feel like it should be the movie Pearl Harbor. What does that mean? Because that movie's not good. And oh, you're, to say, do. you're saying... you're. Break this down for me, James. You, you're saying, in theory, this movie should be bad. Yes. But it's good somehow. Okay, yes, right. that's what I'm saying. Okay. I would even go as far as to say is it might be James Cameron's best movie. Now, you've never seen this before. I've seen it now. <laughs> good, I'm glad, because mm. I'm about to ask you, what do you think of this? Uh, look, this is one of the most popular movies of all time. Oh, wow. Literally, that's a really interesting opinion. Well, here's what I'm saying is literally billions of people have seen this, so... Uh, I don't know. And this is, you know, 
decades later, I don't know if I'm going to have any fresh takes on this. Sure. But here's one that I think you'll find particularly fresh. Mm. It's pretty long, isn't it? It is pretty it's long. It's a long movie. But was it something that you were like, boy, this is dragging? Well, here's the thing also. Perhaps it's just because of the nature of most of the movies that we watch for this series. Yeah. At the start of this movie, I'm like, huh, this is a fun novelty, sort of a historical drama romance. This is absolutely delightful. And then when the ship hits the iceberg at like an hour 45 Mm. and I check the runtime and there's still like an hour 45 left, I'm like, oh, we're doing this in real time, are we? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to... Ship's just going to sink in real time. Okay, here we... Yeah, from then on, yeah, it's it's pretty much the only Because I do know, you know, I do do know what's going to happen to the famous ship, the Titanic. Sure. Uh, it's it's going to sink, and then it's going to be um, the namesake of a bunch of novelty Thai restaurants throughout the world. Yeah, well, that is true. Um, but, but also, you love a slobs versus snobs story. I do. Well, that's why I like the first half of this so much. <laughs> Those rich smug fucks. Yeah, and right? S- and their little petticoats and their long yes. tails, Mason. I hate them. And we got such a beautiful protagonist in the form of a young Leonardo DiCaprio, so young that a present-day Leonardo DiCaprio would potentially consider dating him, <laughs> which I think is wonderful. We've got Kate Winslow. It's a very char- it's a very charming, you know, very charismatic, you know, leads in there. Yeah. Just a wonderful cast generally. We've got Kathy Bates yep. in there. We get... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger cameos apparently at one point. What is he? One of the smokestacks? That's right. I think he's just in the background at some point. Yeah, yeah. But you know what's interesting about this? There are other people. I just mentioned Kathy Bates. I love to see uh, who is it? Victor Garber as the designer yeah. of the um, of the Titanic. I thought he did a great job. I love to see the scientist from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to Secret of the Use as Billy Zane's right hand man, Mason. Mm, yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know the production of this actually began in 1995 because James Cameron shot footage of the real wreck of the Titanic, and he did so by persuading 20th Century Fox to give him four million dollars up front. Because he said, well, look... <laughs> Give me $4 million. <laughs> that seems like his style. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Because he thought... Give me $4 million or I will kick you <laughs> in this office. I'll kick you. <laughs> I know it's your office. It's irrelevant. <laughs> but I'll kick you. I'm the king of this office and I will kick you. <laughs> because also it was excellent marketing for this that James Cameron was doing all this research. And he really did. Uh, because, you know, everybody in this... Even characters who don't have speaking lines feel real mm. due to costuming and research and casting. I think that works mm. really, really well. Let me ask you this question, James. Yeah, Bill Paxton as the uh, the the captain of the the, the diving uh, team. Yeah. with his with his with his uh, his cable knit sweater and his little gold earring. Love it. Is that James Cameron? Is that also meant? Oh, to be it's James? probably James. Cameron, Did he have yes. a little gold earring in that era in the nineties? I couldn't tell you for sure, mm. but I like to think so. But but he has gold <laughs> earring in the nineties vibes, though, doesn't he? Oh, big time, massively, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, as well, it was cheaper to shoot all this footage, which a lot of which they used in the actual movie, than to replicate that using model work. Yeah, I bet. So it, yeah. it, it absolutely makes a lot of sense. And also, I figured something that you love about this is uh, Deborah Lynn Scott's costuming. Now, considering there's a hundred speaking parts in this movie and over a thousand extras, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of which needed to be dressed in lavish period costumes, Mason, <laughs> sumptuous. Surely, sh- surely that was something you appreciated. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, from from ah, oh, and the the transit, you know, the My Fair Lady style transition of DiCaprio in his in his ratty old pea coat and his mm. and his uh, you know his his, his 
flannel shirt and his suspenders into his and white his... tie and tails. Oh my goodness! And th- doesn't that have a real rags to riches story, but still a slobs versus snob story? I agree. Those slobs though, they know how to have fun. Unlike those rich yeah. people smoking their brandy or whatever they're up to. <laughs> I don't exactly know what they're right. doing. Throwing some poor people on the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Down in the down in the down in the you know the the coach class cabins, you know. Poor people are only going in the fire if they want to. That's exactly for a, right. For a bit of a thrill. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. Another thing that I appreciate in finally watching Titanic, Yep. I got to finally understand all the memes. <laughs> it's been 84 years. I'm the king of the world. Paint me like one of your French girls in the nutty. You know? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get them all now, which is yeah. great. Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? But did you... All nude style, yeah. I think, I think the reason, though, why this got so many people is that it really is... Literally like one of those four-quadrant films. Mm. But it works in all of those quadrants. See, my dad's favourite part of this movie was seeing all the big pistons spin about. I bet it was. That's not a joke. Yeah, no, I remember I'm... seeing it and my dad afterwards was like, I'll, I wish we saw more <laughs> of the ship, how the ship worked. <laughs> yeah, You uncover an old VHS copy that's been hidden behind some other stuff in your dad's office and you get it out and you're like, what's... What's this? Why is it? Why is it stuck at this point? This <laughs> tape, and you put it in, and it's just the pistons going. It's like get out of it, get out of it. If there were some blueprints in this movie, if the, oh if my the, god! Well, they they got the real blueprints. They, they went back to the original place that housed them. They thought they were lost. <laughs> the blueprint house. The blueprint house, and and they did it because they built a pretty much two scale Titanic, mm-hmm. one side of it, yes. and then when they filmed on the other side, they just like they. Reverse the footage. Oh. They probably parted Leonardo DiCaprio's hair on the other side. Oh my god! For they, continuity's sake, they would have had to swap over all the buttons on all the on the. They the, did the jackets. that. <gasps> That's exactly That's right. Flawless in that case. I well completely done. agree. Well done them. Yeah, and, but I think the love story on this it really takes its time to establish the characters. And it's, you know, it is cheesy and, you know, oh, it's it's cheesy, going, yeah, and, you know sure. he negs the hell out of her and the way he finally <laughs> wins her over is like... Yeah, but that was the style of the time. It was negging, the style of the time. And, you negging know. and peacocking and so forth. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Put a f- putting a feather in your cap and calling it macaroni yeah, that's and true. so forth. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And some things never go out of style, Mason. That's very true. Yeah. But, you know, you know his, the way he convinces her is like, you're a spoiled brat, mm. but I love you. You should, you should leave your husband or whatever. Because I'm great. You're look at rich. Me just, I hate you. Look at me do this skateboard trick. <laughs> I do remember, though, at the time, and Kate Winslet spoke to Mark Marin about this more recently, is that she felt that there was a lot of personal scrutiny concerning her weight in this movie oh. and in this era. Yeah, right. Which is also ridiculous because it's like the last thing you think when you see her. You're not like, oh, man bit on the heavy side, you know what I sure, mean? Sure, right. Uh-huh. She's obviously like a beautiful and fit woman. What a, what a crazy era. And there's still a, a little bit of that now, but at least you can put somebody, you know, <laughs> who's not like heroin chic in a movie and everyone's like, or most people are like, yeah, that's a normal person or a very good looking person. Mm. Insanity, Mason. Make you think, doesn't it? It makes me think all the time. Now, uh, you mentioned the iceberg. Now, the iceberg is actually... I didn't do... I did no such thing. You said at the halfway point they hit the iceberg. Oh, I did say that, yes. A lot of people don't know this, but the iceberg was actually a big factor in the Titanic sinking. Huh. Yeah. And what I think this movie does really well... I thought it was the Irish. <laughs> I thought it was the Irish's No, fault. the Irish were the heroes, Mason. They mm. built the ship. The ship that was the... the... Oh, the unsinkable ship that sunk? Well done, the Irish. Yeah, but what, what I think is great about this movie is it really conveys just the incredible slew of bad luck 
and just the arrogance. I mean, mostly the iceberg, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but just the way that if they had have hit it head on, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have sunk. If it hadn't have like breached that many compartments, they wouldn't have sunk. If the people looking out for the iceberg hadn't been looking at Rose and Jack, mm. it wouldn't have sunk. If the band had simply stopped playing on and gotten out some buckets and done some bailing, I think everybody would have survived. I completely agree. Well done, the band, who are probably Irish. (laughs) (laughs) But what's really cool about the way this ship sinks is every time it Excuse me? What's really cool, Why don't you go and tell that to the bloody survivors of the Titanic? What's really cool about how the ship sank... Hey, listen up, everybody who survived. They're all dead, I think. Nah, nah, nah. I don't care. I'll say anything. Yeah, that's true. What's really cool is at the start of this movie, there's the guy who very crassly you know, describes and shows to to a hundred year old Rose. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is how the Titanic sunk. You know, it hit this and it goes up and it breaks off and it floats down. It was sick as hell. It was sick as hell. And then you watch that unfold, mm-hmm. so you know it's how it's going to happen. That's true. And it, I think that's a really clever way of filling the audience in on what's happening. So if you're an idiot and watching mm-hmm. this, you're not like, why is the ship standing up? That doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. There should have been some cutaways then during the sinking of the Titanic back to the present day, and that guy's just like checking his watch. Like, <laughs> I said this. God. I said it would tip up and I didn't. God. <laughs> this lady. My God. I was- you're preaching to the choir lady. Yes, I told you that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. You're old. <laughs> and we talked about the abyss last week and the idea of like sinking sets and using water in, in movies and all of that and how maybe you'd accidentally nearly get someone killed. We'll talk about it later. Oh no. I've got a whole section on that. Mostly. Sounds like someone hasn't learned their lesson. <laughs> Sounds like someone who's had massive success with his normal working process has decided that's the way to go and he's going to do it again. Maybe, Mason. Mm. I also, I don't think we've ever seen panic on this scale captured on film quite like this. Just people climbing over each other like rats. You know, there's shots where, you know, Rose is in the you water. You obviously haven't seen any footage of Black Friday sales. Well, that's very bloody... true, Mason. But that, Got to that, get that flat screen TV. But that's real, Mason. That was oh, real true. footage and this was yeah, all... This, this is, is all lies, I re- understand. Yeah, this is reenactments. <laughs> DiCaprio, imagine you can't get that last flat screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that shot where Rose comes out of the water? Mm-hmm. After the ship goes under Uh and it pulls back and there's just a thousand people Mm. just writhing and panicking at the same time. And so she's just one of many. Mm. And then Leonardo DiCaprio punches that guy who's drowning. That's right. Yeah, so that's good stuff, Mason. Cop that snob. Yeah, cop that snob. Yeah, and even things like the terror of, well, one, Billy Zane chasing them around with a gun with his floppy wig. Love that. (laughs) But when, you know, when Rose... We've got bigger problems currently, Billy Zane. (laughs) Give it a bloody rest, mate. Stop it, Billy Zane. God. uh, Have you seen outside with all the water and so forth? Oh, yeah, you were um, going into this, your one memory of this movie was when he says, another round of drinks, my good man. (laughs) (laughs) Did you feel like there was a moment that captured the spirit of that? Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. 
Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Not really. Really? I think that's. I think you encaptured his entire character and yeah, performance maybe, in that, yeah. Mason. My, no, it, it, I, th- I think his arc is more like another round of drinks, my good man. Like a slick rat in a like wig. Like a slick rat in a wig, exactly, yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a wig, just so everybody knows. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a good wig, but it's a yeah, good wig, yeah, it's a great wig. But you know the moment where DiCaprio is like chained up? Un- mm. Under the sinking ship. Not yes. under. He's in it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And she's just roaming the corridors looking for help. Just harrowing. And she's dipping in and out of real frozen water in real uh-huh. life. And, yeah. you know, and there's somebody trying to drag her upstairs. Uh-huh. It's it's like a horror film. It's it's all the quadrants, Mason. Do you think there was any moment on set where somebody considered for a moment, hey, you know when she goes to chop the handcuffs off? Mm. What if she cut off one of his hands <laughs> and he had to run around for the rest of the movie with a, with a, with a squirting stump? <laughs> Pretty funny, right? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. And that would hit a quadrant as well. That would hit a quadrant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got some standout moments here that I want to talk about. Now, you mentioned it already, but I love Bill Paxton's big 90s hoop earring. Big fan of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Love it. Glad you brought it up, but mm-hmm. I wanted to bring it up again. Uh, I think there's one effect in here which is not quite up to the standard of literally every other miniature Okay. And CGI effect and real sunset that they filmed and wig and all of that. Well, how could it compare to the magic of nature, James? Yeah, it's a great Sunsets point. and so forth. No, no, you're right, you're right. You're right. Mm. Uh, so there's a moment where they're being chased down the corridor by by a big swell of water. Mm-hmm. And it's a, I'm going to get you. And, and it's a very clear face replacement on the two leads. Oh, yes, And I've always yeah. thought it was odd but because I hadn't seen this in like 20 years. I never realised why. Mm. And now it's just like, oh. That you attempted something way too early yeah, yeah, yeah. and for way too long. They do it in Jurassic Park. Just two Park. surly stunt guys, <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. <sighs> One of them smoking a cigarette. They had to cut that out as well. well. Exactly. They do it in the first Jurassic Park. They should have left it in. <laughs> I agree. But have you seen, though, even more recently, somebody put Arnold into this movie over Kate Winslet? Oh, I didn't see that. And it's just like this flawless deep fake, uh-huh. which you could just do now at home. Mm. Yeah, incredible. Uh, another thing I like... We're in a park and do that and enjoy the wonders of nature. Yeah, also. yeah, I know. You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. I love when the guy hits the propeller on the way down. <laughs> sure, of Big course. fan of that. He spins more than that propeller spinning, Mason. <laughs> it's really fun. That guy's dead. Yeah, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but he'd be dead now anyway. So. Yeah, true. No. And also, no big loss. No, nah, I don't think so. 
And also, I love that that rich guy got his brandy. Oh, so yeah. He's like, so he's like, oh, yeah, we're all going to drown together. I'd love a brandy. And you just think it's some offhand remark by some dipshit. And it is. But then when, when, you, when you cut back to him and he sees the horror of the drowning unfolding, he's got a brandy, yeah, yeah, which yeah. means somebody got him a brandy. <laughs> I think that's terrific. Now, there's a number of ways that people interpret the ending of this movie, Mason. Okay, sure. So I, I like to think... Mm-hmm. That in the world of Titanic, which is our world, Mason. Oh, uh, Rose and but Je- a little bit more magical. Yeah, a little bit more magical. Also, the staircase is bigger. They made a few things in this uh, bigger or smaller to, to make okay. it look better. Sure. So the staircase was smaller in real life than what they made it here. Uh-huh. I want. I want a more grand. Always. Way bigger. Yeah. In real life, they would have been squeezing through. <laughs> Everybody had to die hard through all the hallways. How do you go on a cruise? They said you'll have a great time. They said I interpret it that they end up in the afterlife together. Right? Okay, sure. He's been waiting on the Titanic the whole the entire time, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder: where's her husband waiting? Sure. The guy that she married afterwards, like it's where she met him outside yeah. of Seven Eleven. That's what I was gonna say. Like, is he waiting at a, like a like a Heaven's gas station or something? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on there? Great point. Is she going to like do shifts? Like come back and forth between her two great loves. I, I mean, want to. I want to know who it is because does he compare to a young Leonardo DiCaprio, Mason? Mm. We'll never know. That's true. Would you like a sequel to this? Who did Rose marry? Yeah, and a hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> it's just called Who Did Rose Marry? Mm-hmm. Who was that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuck Tannic. <laughs> Titan Cuck. Titan Cuck. <laughs> Titan Cuck. Very good. Now, there's something else I wanted to talk about, and then show you explicitly. Now, I just feel like. Old Rose should have just given Bill Paxton the diamond. Sure, the, the thing he's been looking for yeah. forever. And she... You don't want it. She doesn't need it. She doesn't <laughs> need it or want it. Sure, uh-huh. Now I'm going to show you something, and okay. then we're going to cut ahead to after you've seen it. Okay, great. This is the alternate ending that they... So this is real. This isn't Corridor Crew No, no, this, this is... isn't funnyordie.com. No, 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 this is... This isn't a smosh. <laughs> no, it's not, none of those things. Okay. This is real. So we're just going to halt the recording for a second. Okay. First of all... Awful. Yeah. <laughs> So for people who haven't seen it... I want to apologise for how long that is in real time, by the way. Oh, my God. (laughs) So for people who haven't seen it, so at the end of of regular Titanic, uh, a present-day Rose, uh, it goes out onto the the research ship by herself and she throws the the precious jewellery over the the side of the ship to represent her uh, finally having some closure or whatever. Yeah. But in this And clip, it was heavy. She was sick of carrying it around. Yeah, right? So this clip, in this alternate ending, the research crew follow her onto the deck of the ship and they all have a big round-robin conversation about whether she should or should not yeah. throw the, the jewellery over overboard. And uh, Paxton's like, oh, can I just hold it for a second? And she's like, all right. And then, then he's you'd like... You'd think he'd just snatch it. I th- you'd think he'd, he'd snatch it all. <laughs> Somebody would the the, the big guy he, with the, he, well, the big James, guy with the beard and glasses would tackle yeah, her or something. Exactly. Yeah. You'd think because he's James Cameron, he'd just he'd kick her over the edge. Right? I'll kick you. I'll kick you. Give well, me it. I'll give you one of my big signature kicks. <laughs> but uh, and then and there's a big there's a lot of conversation and then uh, Rose explains the theme of the movie <laughs> in words. <laughs> For people who didn't get it, who didn't get it in the previous three hours, she's like, sometimes the important thing is living your life and having fun in every moment. Look out. And, Look out, yeah. And sometimes the most important thing isn't a big jewellery, which is why I'm going to throw the big jewellery over the board. And then Bill Paxton's like, good point, lady. Anyway, hey, Rose's daughter, you want to dance on the ship? And everyone laughs. Dance? Yeah. 
Now, and then some guy's like, oh, I think this is funny. I've got to call my wife. And it fades out. <laughs> I'm going to call my wife and she said she'd divorce me if I didn't find this jewellery. Have you ever seen such a clear-cut example of leaving something out of a movie and it, and it benefiting so much? I mean, the, the only other example I can think of off the top of my head is that uh, just that cut moment in the end of Terminator 2 mm. where uh, the T-1000 is pretending to be Sarah Connor, but we pan down and she's got like those big those big liquid metal booties. <laughs> oh, on. I like that bit. Yeah, yeah, you would. You would, mate. But, I uh, wouldn't I do. So who did Cameron cut this out of his own volition? Or yes, did somebody he did, make him yeah. do it? Okay, he, right. he was involved in so much of the... Well, he's, he's very hands-on yeah. and foot-on often. Absolutely. Some executives have found. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, I would imagine this this final decision came down to him. Also, though, I guess... What I guess if you've got them all there, though, and you're on the set, you may oh, as yeah, well it film makes it sense just to in film case. It. Yeah, yeah, you could, totally. You could put in some snippets of it or, you know, yeah, yeah. Use, use one line Well, they or clearly use some stuff from it. Like, yeah. you know, the when it when it lands in the water and mm. spins about. Like, there is some stuff yeah, in yeah. there that we say. Um, but the score in this movie, James Horner, mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Really incredible, and that Celine Dion thing was a was a very late addition because he didn't want any like modern music in it. I see, but you know that song went to sell like mm. it, it went multi platinum probably. Bad or news whatever. for Chumbawamba; they were going to use <laughs> tub thumping for most of this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. Oh no, I'm DiCaprio. I've drowned. Man, very sad. What if it turns out that he sucks? Like they stayed together, and she was oh, like, sure. "This guy sucks." <laughs> I just want to go around the world and be a rat. <laughs> and little, and, and I just want to want to jump various ships and be a rat on the ship. I want to get free grub. Come be a rat with me. Rose. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Anyways. Also, I, I, as a, I, I fall in love with every woman I met. <laughs> That's why they're all in my sketchbook. Yeah. That's. I'll see a, you later, I'm baby. A rat. I'm a rat. <laughs> I'm a horny little rat. <laughs> So, Yuck. Yeah, I agree. So this was a nightmare of a time, and here's a section called, this was a nightmare of a time for Kate Winslet. All right. I mean, for everybody, but mm-hmm. more specifically her. Mm-hmm. So the crew felt that James Cameron had an evil alter ego and nicknamed him Midge, which is, of course, Jim spelled backwards, Mason. Oh, I get it. Now, many of the cast and crew members came down with colds, flu, or kidney infections after spending hours in cold water, including... Kate Winslet. James Cameron infamously threatened to fire anyone who would dare get out of the tank for a bathroom break while shooting the lifeboat scenes. Just piss in the lifeboats. <laughs> Le- they would have done it. They would have done a piss in the lifeboats. Leading to more than a few actors, including Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, relieving themselves in the water. And Kate Winslet was one of the few actors who was not allowed to wear a wetsuit during the water scenes because of the clothes she was wearing. You would see it. And as a result, she got hypothermia and nearly quit the production. Mm. Several people left. Three stuntmen broke bones. And both cast and crew got exhausted from all the peril and long days of shooting. Kate Winslet admitted that often she woke up on days of shooting thinking, please God, let me die. That's bad. (laughs) I agree. It's one of the worst things you can think, I reckon. Kate Winslet's jacket got caught on the iron bars at one point. What? Yes, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Jacket's in peril. She was underwater, Mason. Uh I had to sort of shimmy out of the coat to get free. I had no breath left. I thought I'd burst. And Jim said, or Midge, I guess, Mm. okay, let's go again. That was his attitude. I didn't want to be a wimp, so I didn't complain. Kate Winslet suffered bruises so impressive that the makeup artists took photos to use for reference later. Oh, no. Uh, She also chipped a bone in her elbow. Kate Winslet said, also, as a result of this, you'd have to pay me an awful lot of money to work with James Cameron again. 
even though she is apparently in Avatar. Um, look, we, we some of us can drown. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, he does have a lot of money to throw around. So <laughs> that's true. Le- yeah, that's uh, it's a big budget movie, isn't mm. it? Leonardo DiCaprio also acknowledged that it was a tough shoot, yet stated that if he was ever to do another action movie, he would do it with James Cameron as a director. So there you go. Also, do you know this story? How somebody I don't know what you haven't said it yet. Let me tell it. Tell, then the tell the story me. and then ask the question. Somebody may or may not have spiked some clam chowder in this movie that went to the cast and crew with PCP. Huh. Now, this is a fascinating tale, okay. but I have an entirely separate video on this. If people want to check it out, it's linked below. Oh, that's a bit of sizzle. I think That's a so. bit of sizzle for the clam chowder, I'll tell you what. Definitely. Um, are, there, are there famous suspects? Yeah. DiCaprio? No. Huh. Yeah. Kathy Bates. Yes. She would, wouldn't she? She did it. Was it the Irish? There was the Irish too. I knew they it. They teamed up. I knew it. Yeah. Do you have anything to say before Green Trivia? No. Mason, it's time for Green Trivia slash that guy shouting Rodney. Hooray! Most of the stuntmen in the engine room, which my dad loved, by the way, were only <laughs> five feet tall to make the engine room look bigger. They even did that thing they did in Aliens where they used a big mirror to make it look like there was, there was more space mm. and stuff. They did that in Aliens with the pods opening because they couldn't oh. build all the pods. Oh, that reminds me. There's a little guest, uh, there's a little cameo appearance from uh, that lady. From, from Aliens. Aliens, yeah. The, the woman His name is Janine... Garofalo. No. Oh. Jeanette Goldstein. There we go. Famously not Mexican. Correct. Yes. Or Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does <laughs> it all. Uh, shout out to my dad whose favourite thing was the big pistons. Yep. Uh, <laughs> James Cameron. He drew the sketch of Rose himself. He has a background in artistry and special effects and all that. He did a lot of that before he was a director because he wanted to get it absolutely right. Now, the drawing reportedly sold for around $16,000, but neither the concluding price nor the identity of the person who bought it was revealed. Oh, some pervert probably. That's right. Mm. Now, Kate Winslet actually beat out a number of very well-known name actors, including Reese Witherspoon and Gwyneth Paltrow. My goodness. That's right. Maybe she regretted it because of the chipped elbow bone and the fact she nearly drowned multiple times. Reese Witherspoon, Gwyneth Paltrow, swanning about with their perfectly unmarred elbows. Look at them. They think they're better than us. Gwyneth Paltrow selling, you know, elbow-healing goop <laughs> from goop. Kate Winslet's there, cutting a check every month. This is a slobs versus snobs story, it isn't sure it, is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, River Phoenix was wanted for Jack before his passing. Johnny Depp reportedly also passed on the role, which he regrets, uh, before it went to DiCaprio. Uh, have you seen the Titanic in comparison to a modern cruise liner? It is dwarfed. Anyway, here's oh, the picture. Okay. You'll see it when the video comes out. Okay. You have to watch this video too. <laughs> yeah, great. Dwarfed <laughs> both in terms of size and disease. <laughs> just, just, just floating disease vectors. Can you believe they're checking people for lice on this? Ridiculous. Just let them on the boat. Who cares? Just let them on the boat. Just let them off wherever. <laughs> just let them... S- just let them mix with the population. Whatever they have. Whether Don't it be ask lice anybody's or something name. else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, early in production, the film's brief decoy working title was Planet Ice. Now, Planet translates roughly to blue and ice to harvest, which was also obviously the working title of the original Star Wars. That Planet, that, that planet Ice thing is real, though. The, the other, it's not real. It's the, the, He's that, done it again. That's the joke that He's I do. He's done it again. But the, other, the Planet Ice part is true. That's terrific. Yeah, great. When you die, we're going to chip all of those <laughs> onto your tombstone, all the blue harvest jokes. <laughs> in, a, in 2012... Entertainment Weekly reported... I'm Bob Newhart. I'm the other one. Reported that the movie was going to be re-released in 3D. Now, James Cameron... Was it? 
Yes. Nice. James Cameron didn't update a single effect or fix any errors except for one. So He put it in 3D. Well, that. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's I'm actually personified on the internet, just mm. ruining fucking everything for everybody. <laughs> the fun stopper. And sometimes wrong also, often wrong. Sure. Uh, he said the stars in the sky were wrong, you know, because of the position of the, the, where uh-huh. the boat was and whatever. So they changed the stars. Okay. Thanks, Neil. You're a real service to science. Wow. Fucking sick of that guy. <laughs> sick of his shit. Shut up. In 2013, pop science show Mythbusters attempted to nix once and for all the the idea that both Rose and Jack could have fit on that big bit of wood, right? Okay, right, because it's not just about the space of the bit of wood. It's about water displacement or something. Thank you for saying that, Mason. Mm. Now, they figured out that if Rose had have scooched over a bit... Oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> and but scooching wasn't a thing back then. Couldn't do it. There was too much chivalry. If you were like, excuse me, could you do a scooch? They'd be like, excuse me? What did you just say My to me? My husband is going to challenge you to a duel. <laughs> How, ask me to scooch with you. So they figured out if she removed her life jacket, gave it to Jack, and he would tie it to a portion of the door underneath that he was occupying, then yes, apparently it could have worked. If only they had have thought of that at the time, Mason. <laughs> if only in the panic of, of nearly drowning and, and being abandoned in the middle of the ocean, they'd thought to, to do some rough, ca- rough back-of-the-envelope calculations <laughs> on water displacement also and some scooching. Also, they're two of the only people in this movie that weren't real people. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you can actually visit the real Titanic, as in the sunken the Titanic. The restaurant, the Thai restaurant. No, Mason. Oh, the oh. sunken Titanic. You have to apply, though, to be a mission specialist, whatever that is. It's and paying a lot of money. It is. And that's yeah. right. At Ocean Gate's term for someone who is part of the submersible, submersible team, Mason, mm-hmm. and pay $125,000. There it is. It's as easy as that. Mm-hmm. I'd be really disappointed seeing that staircase. The staircase is slightly smaller. Oh also, apparently, the stairs are not there anymore. Box office. Because everybody takes a piece. If you're a mission specialist, you get to take one bit of the Titanic. Now, the box office return for this movie, Mason, it had a $200 million budget, which was more than the cost of the Titanic itself to build, right? How ironic. I agree. Also, one of the initial ideas was to just rebuild the Titanic for $10 million. Okay. And then James Cameron was like, how many times can I sink it? And they were like, well, once. Right. And he was like, well, I might need to put some of it on a platform and tip it up and whatever. Mm. So, no, they spent a lot more to, to like, build various models and sections and, and all of that. Uh-huh. And, and the whole thing could, like, dip into the water. Incredible. Despite it costing that much money, it was in theatres for more than nine months. And as a result, replacement reels had to be sent out because people had worn through their copies. Um, <laughs> Looking at that piston scene, no, no doubt. doubt. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff. That's the stuff. <laughs> it, Some people seeing that piston scene nine months later, they're taking a baby to the, the showing of Titanic. You know see what I mean? To see the piston scene. To see the piston scene, correct, yes. Uh, it had 14 Oscar nominations and it won 11. Harrison Ford actually demanded that they moved the release of Air Force One from the same day because it was like, we might be in trouble here. Uh-huh. But do you know what was released on the same day? The Postman. And it destroyed not only that movie, but I feel like the career of Kevin Costner for a while. Maybe. That was the end of the big budget. You sure that wasn't The Postman that destroyed Kevin Costner's career? Well, The movie The Postman. Yeah, maybe you're right. The post-apocalyptic postman who had to go across a a blighted landscape to to still deliver the mail. Which was just Waterworld, except he was a postman or whatever. Correct, yes. But that was really the end of the big Kevin Costner epic, you know? That's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So in its initial run, it made... 1.8 
billion dollars, but with re-release, it has made 2.2 in total. When you don't adjust for inflation, this is still the third highest grossing movie of all time. The returns on this were massive. And James Cameron actually forfeited his $8 million salary up front as a director for a percentage of the initial gross because the studio were concerned and they were like, we're not going to make any money back on this, we think, anyway, fuck it. Mm. Let's let him give up his share. But massive nice. mistake, yeah. Anyways, I genuinely think... and They I'm, make a lot of merch? I'm genuinely Googling right now to see probably. if there's Titanic Funko Pops. <laughs> Here we go. Let's yes, out. there are. Who we got? Rose and Jack. Billy Zane? Just says Rose and Jack here. The guy who built the ship who was sad and every now and then Rose would run past him and he'd be looking at a clock sad, being sad. Sad Victor Garber. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> yeah, he's got one. Yeah. What about um, what about those children that drown with their mother in a bed? Did they get a Funko Pop? Um, yep. Great. Yep. And uh, What about Billy Zane shooting himself after the Wall Street crash? Yeah, yeah, Depression era. <laughs> depression era. The Great Depression era Billy Zane shooting himself. Yeah, he's got one. Got two alternate heads. Wow. Swap it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does Jeanette Goldstein's character. She's got two swappable heads. <laughs> oh, that's great One's stuff. One's Mexican. One's Mexican. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyways, Mason, mm-hmm. now you'd probably disagree because you've only just seen this. I think this might be his best movie. Not Terminator 2. I love Terminator 2, mm-hmm. but I think this just, again, all the quadrants work for me, Mason. Right. Everybody's so charming in it. It shouldn't work, and okay. yet it does. Mm-hmm. I, it, it was, it, I just think if you add, and I know there's people who might come at this, and I know definitely at the time who are like, Ugh, the love story I could take or leave that. Mm-hmm. But I think even if you took that out, sure, right. this would still work. Just a sinking ship. Just a sinking ship and just the panic and the people yeah. and getting to know everybody and all that. I think it still works. See, I would have preferred if they were going to take one thing out, it would be the sinking ship. I prefer to just see the love story and then they're like, well, we got to New York. We'll, we'll go. So they and change you... the ending of no, no, Titanic? No, Rose and uh, Jack. Rose and Jack get off the boat at a waypoint. Yep. And then... They leave and then the ship sinks and they read about it in the paper. <laughs> and they go, huh, Yeah, I knew some of the people on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew Victor Garber. And then then Rose meets a guy at a 7-Eleven and he's like, hey, you want to go on a date? She's like, I'm married? How dare you? <laughs> Scooching up on me. Yeah, absolutely. Get in on this. Well, I'm married to Jack What's-His-Face. Dawson. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. There was a Jay Dawson actually on the ship. Oh. Yeah. But uh, unrelated and dead. Mason. Go on. Do you want to hint towards next week? Yes. It's Avatar. Huh. Yeah. Which I haven't seen in a long time. Same. I don't remember loving it. Uh, mm. I am interested to revisit it, though. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you that much, Mason. Mm. But if people want to see that early, of course they would. They can actually head over to bigsandwich.co, where guess what? What? There's early videos. There's bonus podcasts. There's movie commentaries. Our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, goes up there a day early on Sunday as opposed to Monday... But, of course, you can just listen to that on regular wherever's in it. That's right. You can become a mission specialist over at bigsandwich.co for $9 per month. You don't need to pay... $125,000. $125,000 for that. Just, nine, just become I mean, a big maybe sandwich in, mission specialist. In the long term, you would if you yeah. s- subscribed long enough. You just want to send us $125,000. <laughs> oh, that's we'll fine, take too. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Great. Everybody's money is good there. Except the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everybody. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.